Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, help us spread the word by sharing your favorite episode on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Million Dollar Lecture by Professor Erwin Haskell Schell, delivered to the 1920 graduating class of MIT. When it comes to building good habits, don't overlook the habit of success. Yes, there is such a thing. Make it a customary habit to surmount difficulties, even in little things. Perhaps the winning in itself will not be worth the effort, but in the strengthening of the habit, its value is immeasurable. The world has a place for the women and men who finish that which they undertake. I wish that I could burn that point into your mind so that it would always be before you. We cannot stand still in life. We must either go forward or backward. And I believe that one of the greatest elements in consistent progress lies in the increasing development and use of the success habit. In addition, I ask you to give serious attention to the fostering of broad interests. Dr. Richard T. Eli, in his Outlines of Economics, says that there are two forms of poverty, a lack of goods for the higher wants and a lack of wants for the higher goods. Keep awake your interest in beauty, as it is found in nature, paintings, music, and drama. Cultivate an appreciation of it. Learn to care for fine things. You will find these cultural developments will reflect themselves in the form of higher standards of quality in your work, and employers will notice. I remember hearing of a person who applied for a position under a very able executive. One of the questions which the employer asked them was, what school of painting do you prefer? Even though he knew the young employee to be a graduate in technologies. The business world needs people of broad appreciations, and in order to do your best work, even though it be in a highly specialized field, you must take care that your other capacities for interest and appreciation are not stifled. You should develop good habits of reading, not only from the standpoint of your job, but also for its broadening influence. When we stop to consider the tremendous part which literature has played in transporting civilization onward through the centuries, its value to each of us goes without saying. I surely hope that you will also learn to find great comfort in good literature. If you don't know how to start on this task, I would suggest that you read Arnold Bennett's Literary Taste and How to Form It. Next, I want to talk to you about incentives, the forces that will urge you on to accomplishment. There must be incentive of some sort behind every voluntary human action. Therefore, if you are constantly to improve the effectiveness of your action, 
you must likewise improve the nature of your incentive. I urge you to surround yourself with all possible incentives, because from them you will gain the impetus which will drive you through difficulties and over obstacles to achieve success. What are some of the normal incentives that we should cultivate? One of them is the desire to possess. In particular, we want to possess those things which will allow us to do our work more effectively and free our minds from the worries and cares which may ultimately injure and destroy our economic potential. This is as it ought to be. Don't ever feel that it is unworthy to possess wealth. Wealth is a responsibility, not a privilege. It flows readily into the keeping of those who can cause it to flourish. Get all that you can out of it rightfully, and then take care of it, and see that it is put to useful purposes. You can do no greater service to civilization. Another incentive which you should capitalize upon is the desire to do a thing well. We all find satisfaction in this, provided we are doing that for which we are best fitted by natural talent and training. In order then to make use of this incentive, you will have to find the one best job for you. Once found, you will not be able to free yourself from the constant urge to improve the quality of your output. I hope that you also will make use of the incentive which comes from competition. The opportunity to pit one's capacity and abilities against those of another in fair play is often the factor which gives the greatest zest to business for many people as well as holds them to further accomplishments and service, long after their other wants have been satisfied. Competition urges us on to our best efforts. Enter the game, play fair, and as Teddy Roosevelt said, hit the line hard. Don't be afraid to hitch your wagon to a star. Find an incentive in your ambition. The world steps aside for the person who knows where they are going. When I graduated from MIT, I looked at life somewhat as one looks through a funnel. Everywhere before me was an ever-widening vista of future possibilities. I want you to have a better outlook. I want you to see life as a cycle. I want you to realize that you are now somewhere upon the upward curve of economic value. That a point of maximum value will probably be reached between the ages of 40 and 60, and after that, a waning. When you accept this picture and formulate an ambition which is in accordance with it, you will find that you have provided yourself with a strong incentive not for hasty ill-planned progress, but for a slow, sound, sure advance, which will undoubtedly yield you a maximum of opportunity at the age when you are best fitted in judgment and experience to cope with it. Lastly, I think that the greatest incentive that will come to you is a home and a helpmate. 
I would not urge you to think too much about these things, for the building of a home begins with an affair of the heart rather than of the mind. And when you are ready to start, it will not be as the result of a process of thinking. You will know that you are ready without the need of thinking. After your home is established, you will find that there is no incentive in life which will urge you forward with greater power. The desire to uphold and further the welfare of those who are nearest and dearest to us is one of the strongest and most elemental forces in human nature. And I can think of many people who have been raised to great achievements as the result of this form of incentive. I can assure you that when you have a family to support, you will get out and dig in a way that is vastly more lucrative than would be the case if you had not undertaken such responsibilities. There is a saying, if you want to save money, get yourself in debt. That is to say, buy something of permanent or increasing value, which you cannot entirely pay for, and then save to pay. I think I can truly paraphrase this by saying, if you want to earn money, get married. While as I have said I do not urge you to give undue thought to this matter, I think you would be equally unwise to close your mind to such a possibility. The thing to do is to get yourself through your own efforts into a financial position so that marriage may be economically possible. I have been impressed by a statement made by Dr. Elliot to the students of Harvard College. He urged them all to marry as soon as possible after graduation. For, as he pointed out, it would then be possible for them to be in the prime of life when their children had passed the period of constant parental care. And they and their spouse might then find it possible to travel and enjoy other recreations. Then with later years will come the enjoyments of grandchildren, one of the greatest blessings of our autumn days. If you would care to read a lovely essay which typifies the happiness the home may bring, I would suggest Albert Hubbard's White Hyacinths. I think you will find it well worth your while. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get your own private feed to our podcast with full transcripts delivered right to your smartphone by becoming our patron today. It costs less than a cup of coffee a month and will ensure the production of our podcast for years to come. Visit livinghour.org patron. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.